guys what's up everybody welcome Welcome to the 312 podcast a podcast created by two best friends from chicago creating spaces for millennials to have wholesome conversations okay (laughs) it's the perfect balance of personal business with a little pinch of gangsters because we walking like we talking baby okay What's up? Welcome to the 312 podcast. Yes. Hey. Let's do a cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Let's cheers to that. Why is my cup um mm. more uh <laughs> down in yours? Mm-mm. So explain so, it. So our thing here is like every episode we want to do like a little cocktail. Um so for those well, I guess for those of you who aren't watching, because we will have it just audio too, uh Ryan made us a cocktail. It looks yes. so cute. Look at this. So what's in it? What are um, we gonna call this? It's a tequila it's a sunrise tequila mimosa. So it's tequila, champagne, yeah. orange juice, what's the pineapple name for juice, it? and grenadine. Um, I mean that's the actual name for it, <laughs> but I mean What's that? It's called the wake up. This the is wake, the wake up. up. That's the good wake up <laughs> for sure. Um, so yeah, but anywho, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What's the what's the three one two? What's news? Do you you got any updates? We, yeah, we are in <laughs> Q four, quarter four. So this is what really counts and matters and let's just get to it. But what about you? I'm good, girl. I'm good. Uh I'm not as stressed as I was before. Okay. But you know, again, Q four. I wanted to start this early. Um and, and let's just get us, you know what I'm saying, out the door, get ready. We're going to start the new year with something new, bring you guys some dope content. And yeah, I'm here for it. So like, we didn't even, we didn't even introduce ourselves. Who are you? Who am I? <laughs> Did we not? Oh my God. We did it. What's up, y'all? I'm Ashley Diana, if you don't know me. Um, yeah, I'm that girl. <laughs> Serial entrepreneur, marketing expert, uh, mom of two with my one bonus baby. And who are you, my okay. love? What's up, everybody? My name is Ryan. I go by Ryo the Boss on social media. Mm-hmm. I am new to social media, getting involved, but I'm here to bring you guys some great content. Well, you're not new. Well, I'm not new, but this is this is definitely <laughs> fresh for me. You don't really talk, so yeah. So let me tell y'all. Okay, this is met? about the third or fourth time that I've tried to start a podcast. It always fell through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna tell you, initially, I really wanted to do it with my best friend, but I just know her and I'm like, she's not gone. I think I even asked you once. I'm like, so how would you feel about doing a podcast? Like, would you ever do a podcast? And she's like, girl, hell no, I'm, I'm good. Like, no. Nah. And so that kind of shot it down. <laughs> she don't even know it. <laughs> but I don't know what changed her mind, but we're here and I'm excited. Yeah. Brian got some shit to say. I definitely do. I think this with me with social media, which I feel like a lot of people do need to find their like niche when it comes to social media. Mm-hmm. So when she presented the podcast to me, it was like, okay, now it's like, so what are we what are we going? If I'll be doing social media with celebrities because it's already kind of a thing that's already out there. So mm-hmm. since we're doing actual wholesome conversations and topics that really felt more connected to me. So mm-hmm. I was like, I would love to be a part of that. So we're here. Mm-hmm. So we're here. So today's episode. Yes. We're gonna give you guys like an introduction of who we are, but we definitely want to focus on like friendships and the importance of sisterhood. Definitely. Um, and things of that nature. So I think we should start. Like, how did we gotta tell them how we met? Like, how do we know? For first and foremost, me and Ryan have known each other for what fifteen years, fourteen, somewhere around there. Since we were like fifteen. 
Damn, I just gave him our age. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> we met in high school 15 years at 15 years old. Yeah. Yes. I was new to a all-girls Catholic school, Mother Macaulay. Shout and out Mother Macaulay. Ashley, I don't know. They've been in the media with some like, whole <laughs> Ashley shit. just was a sweetheart and approached me to go to a basketball game. Whose game was it? It was St. Rita's. Oh, yeah, St. Rita's. St. Rita's. It was homecoming um, weekend, so. Okay, right, 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 We were right. talking to a, I was talking to a mutual friend, and she, you just came up like, hey, let's go to the mm-hmm. game together, and that we've been it. inseparable ever Best since. Friends. Um, And I think, too, like, and it was so different, because I think, and I think we both did, like, you mm-hmm. went to public schools before and Catholic schools, and then I was in a public school and a Catholic school, too, and I'm like, even the, like, just the type of girls that you run into like mm-hmm. it, it's kind of different like wouldn't you say that yeah i think people think by going to an all-girls school it's a lot of drama and it's catty it's not, it and wasn't. it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't at all actually it wasn't i so. feel like it was it's like going to school with your best friends or yeah like your girlfriends every day like you don't really have to worry about doing makeup you don't really have to worry about like i mean no girls still fault don't get me wrong girls still fault it was still catty yeah. bullshit and whatnot um but like yeah i can really focus on like being in school Ooh, i'm steady hitting this mic um and like focusing on academics and stuff like that and you just you meet some really dope ass people and i would say with macaulay too mm-hmm. um the difference from like being at a public school and a catholic school like you really do get a better education sadly yeah and more opportunities more resources i mean literally i could go into court with the mother macaulay shirt on and i can why, guarantee why you, you in court the judge <laughs> is gonna throw that case out or that ticket out it is it is what it is but um definitely um why were you in court <laughs> oh for tickets we ain't gonna walk over there like you ain't just say I can, I can walk into court i was actually going to graduation practice and i was late and the man was like I, yeah <laughs> So, I mean, I came in there with my Macaulay shirt on, and sure the judge did. was like, my daughter goes thing. there. I did so the same I went there. For, like, a speed-in. Yeah. I, that's when I found out. I didn't know anything about it's aggravated good connections. Speed-in. Forever. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And I mm-hmm. went in there with my uniform and everything. <laughs> so, yeah. They're like, you go to Macaulay? I'm, yes. Sure do. Sure do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's how we met. Mm-hmm. Um, and with us knowing, I think what we wanted to do with this conversation is just really talk about, like, the longevity of, like, friendships and, like, mm-hmm. how we're able to maintain the friendship that we have for so many years. Because um, you really don't – girls don't really – they're not really friends <laughs> for that long. It's, it's sad. Um, you it's don't really see that sad. as much anymore. But I don't know why. I feel like we need each other, but there are some – underground i mean underlying issues i would say as how we are brought up in you know how we're raised as Mm -hmm. women i think i will say like me being around women who pour into me like when i was younger you know you're fine you beautiful (laughs) (laughs) you look good you know whereas i seen with my other friends and their relationships with women in their families and their mom and they're like oh you think you cute you think you this or it was kind of like combative so I, I really think it starts off how you're raised and i really raised, appreciate yeah. the women that are around me and my mother who poured into me like you know i'm smart and i'm intelligent mm-hmm. and you know she noticed that instead of being i would say sometimes with your family and your mother it can be like some underlying jealousy and yeah, hate unfortunately. yeah and and, and- 
parents don't realize like what you do at home and how you're raising your kids is mm-hmm. going to highly affect the way that they treat other people. people. And yeah. I think a lot of times, especially when you have like girls who are pretty looking, like you said, or even if you have like the darker skinned girls, you mm-hmm. face issues of like colorism and even within your own family. And they're just like, Oh, you're the dark one of the family. Like you're the, you know what I'm saying? And that's like, you got to realize saying those things, even if it's jokes, like with my family, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say no names. I ain't gonna throw nobody under the bus, but it was always <laughs> like a, you talk like a white girl. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, no, I'm just articulate. I'm smart. And I mm-hmm. use proper grammar when I speak. Why is that a problem? Yeah, definitely. And you know, they would joke about it. Like nobody mm-hmm. meant any harm, but like I did grow up where I'm just like, I felt like I got into like, altercations or fights or shit like that because I feel like I got to show motherfuckers like okay all right I speak like that but you don't know who I am and where I'm from like I knock your seat down your throat but like but that came from all the time whether it's the kids in my neighborhood I'm the girl that go back to the hood in the Catholic school skirt (laughs) everybody making fun of me but I'm getting a good education and and that should be okay Mm -hmm. so speaking of like girls who are very catty or who are very you know just mean I think it yeah. has a lot to do with, you know what I'm saying, how you're raised. raised. And yeah. So I shout also, out to the mamas. Yeah. And I also think it really goes back to our history, though. You know, white separating us mm. by house, Negroes, and I'll say Negroes, you know. So I think that's important, too. Like, mm-hmm. it's really actually started with them because we really are the superior. We are the top. We mm-hmm. are the best. We come in all shades and colors. Anything mixed with us, we enhance. But, you know. Um, yeah, I definitely think it, it stems from that as well, but definitely yeah. how you're raised too. That so. inter- internalized. Yeah. Um, and don't get to quoting me. I'm like, I know it, there's a specific term for that too, but, um, just, just all of the things that we go through as black people and a lot of it is, is internalized. Mm-hmm. Um, and we put a lot of stereotypes on ourselves, mm-hmm. um, unknowingly, um, but we put a lot of stereotypes on ourselves just based off of how, you know, other groups have treated us and have put us in categories. And it's like, this is exactly what separated us. And That's we're what they doing wanted. it to us. And they want that. Yeah. Um, and even so, I, but, but like I said, even with the, the stuff that, that predominantly white <laughs> high school that we went to, um, stuff that comes out, I will say when we were there, I don't know about you, but I didn't like, I didn't experience too much like racism in that school um no i didn't at least not to my face mm. but i so believe it was i mean i'd rather you do it to my face, to face yeah. me personally i yeah. will say like the undercover um racist are a lot worse because it's like you can smile in my face and think i'm thinking we're really ooh, come on tequila i'm thinking we're really good friends <laughs> Sorry, y'all just burped. (laughs) I'm thinking we're really good friends. Yeah. And then, you know, even with Macaulay, when Obama was elected, I remember Mm -hmm. being in at uh, Carbondale and it was a huge ass riot. And then I remember being on social media and our like Kairos groups and things like that. Yeah. The amount of like racism I saw of the girls posting stuff, uh, tweeting stuff, like people getting exposed in their group chats. Like it was like, I'm like, and these were the girls who I would, you know, hug and kiss every damn day in school. Mm -hmm. But also I think it was a lot of like, oh, you're the token black girl again. Like, oh, you're not like them, you know. Right. You're not like them. You, you're different. You're a different black girl. Or the, oh, you're pretty for a black girl. Like, that shit. And it's just like, okay. I'd rather you up to my face like you said. Right. I don't like you. Right. I don't like you because you're black. Yeah. And we're going to keep it moving. I stay away from you. You go in your corner. I go in my corner. But I think those, like, undercover racists, that's scary, I think. 
Yeah. I think that's scary. I definitely um agree with you on that. And I also think, well, also going to an all-girls school, like we said, we did get a chance to experience something called Kairos. So Ooh, Kairos. Yeah, you go away. And it just, it really opened your eyes to, like, you never know what someone's going through. Mm-hmm. Especially as females and women. And we all have gone through different things, different stories. And I yeah. think that actually brought us closer. So I'm grateful that, you know, you and I are still yeah. here. We have... Or let's tell Over them. 10 years of friendship. Tell them about Kairos. Because I don't think, unless you've gone to a Catholic school um, or know people in Catholic, I don't think, and I don't think all Catholic schools do Kairos retreats. No, um, I don't think so. But we had looked up the definition. What was the exact definition of? Um, it's like a season. It's like a harvest. It's like a gathering. So that's where um, that comes from. So at Macaulay, they did a uh, annual, well, it wasn't annual. It was just for the seniors. It was, a, well, no, we weren't seniors. You're senior. We were seniors. Mm-hmm. It's before Damn. you go off. Yeah. Okay. So I'm speaking right. So it's a retreat for the seniors that they do every year. And you literally, you go away somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember where we were at, but like you, you don't have your phones on you. Like you really just, you like meditate, you go through um, like Bible scriptures, not like crazy hectic. Like, of course we pray. And then there's opportunity for you to have like uh, deeper conversations and stuff like that. If you choose. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main thing for us is to just have these conversations, um, talk about what you're going through, um, you know, kind of be there for your sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and not, I, I would say all the girls, majority of all the girls that we went to Kairos with, like I'm still have some type of connection with them. Like, like we still talk whether it's just like on Facebook um, or, Definitely. you know what I'm saying? I've been to a couple of weddings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it really just brought us together and it was an opportunity for us to just kind of talk about like it was a big ass therapy session. I would say that it was yeah. a huge. And I think that initially opened up therapy for me and okay. what made it a lot easier for me when I did start going to therapy to be open to that because we were even able to have these conversations and have these like safe spaces where we can you know what i'm saying talk about what you're going through and it really taught me a lesson that i will never forget that you really don't know what people are going through yeah it was girls in there who were you know families going through financial issues parents passed away that i'm like i didn't even know your you know what i'm saying mom or dad was sick and we sit here in history class and we laugh and joke and smile we give hugs every day not knowing that she's going home getting abused She's going home getting raped. She's going home. Her parents are divorced. She's going home. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so much going on. Right. And it allowed us to really reflect on it. And it really, I think it really did teach me empathy. Yeah. I think that's something we're missing in friendships and sisterhoods as women Mm -hmm. is that we don't really know what everyone is going through. And sometimes when we're mean to each other, it's because we, you know, see something in somebody else that we don't have or that we would like and that we would want. So mm-hmm. I think us going to an all-girls school and having that sisterhood with women of all colors, sizes, shapes as well, different backgrounds, mm-hmm. hearing what they're going through as well, really opened that door for us. That's why we're able to have these friendships mm-hmm. like you and I since we were 15 today mm-hmm. because you and I did go on our retreat together, but we did separate. We did. And we realized but, that yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, we did go on Kairos yeah. together. Like, so I think that was really important because yeah. it opened up some more about you, more about me as well to help us become who we are today. Yeah, I know. Amazing. I, just remember, I remember even being in that, sitting on the bed, like me, you, and like Barksdale. I think Aaron was on that. Erin uh, Grice, Chris Grice, whatever. Yes. She was on that Kairos, I think. And I'm like, I just remember sitting on the couch just having like girl conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, we had this one conversation. I ain't gonna bring it up. <laughs> yeah, we had some great. Yeah, I think we, we, we need that more. I would do. like to see that more with women. So what's the like? I don't like what. What's the issue? 
Um, I think it's the lack it's of the sisterhood. Es- aesthetic thing I don't know I feel like it's kind of a crabs in a barrel thing as well you know I've been to a couple of women events and networking events together and I just don't feel like we really are sharing and we're as genuine anymore Mm. you know if I'm coming to your class and your course and you're supposed to be showing me how to get from A to B please show me how to get to A to B (laughs) don't just tell me to go on and keep being strong (laughs) I want to learn how to like, get the millions know, too. Give me something. Right. And I think it, it, it has a, I think it has a lot to do with social media too. Yeah. Um, because a lot of, of women or just people in general, like let's not even just, you know, we're women. So that's what we speak on, but just people in general, um, we have this idea that like, if you don't post it, it didn't happen or, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. wanting to have some type of content to put on there. So let me just show this vulnerable moment or, you know what I'm saying? Let's let me get these girls together and I'm a, you know, show them what to do when, and all, cause that's going to bring you revenue, right? That's going to bring you the engagement that you want. But like, that's not even you as a person. person. Like that's, you're just not that type of person. You can't force genuineness. Is that a part? Yeah. I think <laughs> genuineness. So. Yeah. <laughs> You can't Definitely. force that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, for you to be genuine, for you to show love, and for you to really want to help people out, you can't force that. And I think it's a lot of forcing that because, honestly, it's, it's money behind it. Mm. People get paid for doing those types of events. You know I mean, who saying? doesn't it's like a nice first. person? Or at least, you know, you come off as a nice person. It's exactly. an image. I really do. But I have to be, be honest with social media. I really feel like if you are going to do something for someone, just do it with both hands not mm-hmm. one expecting something in return mm-hmm. and i feel like social media has done that a lot especially with people like doing skits grabbing milk for somebody's grandma and they're like oh here's 20 dollars. buy your groceries or you know like if you're gonna help her or do something for that well, lady just it do for it her. why you gotta record it like record and it? did you even ask if they wanted to be recorded like it's <laughs> so many about things that. there's that the other side of it well. where like that's humiliating for some people it it really is though because people are really going through a lot especially after the pandemic and um yeah it's just not people are still we're still coming back from that i think we all are still coming back Mm -hmm. from the pandemic because we've never been through especially me as a millennial you as millennial it's new Mm -hmm. being home all day not you know i went crazy a little bit girl you did yeah especially seeing like all the killings for black people especially our black men police brutality it was just mm-hmm. a lot we so. had pandemic and we had um goddamn riots and everything yeah that was a lot i wish um, somebody would have got me a chanel bag i'm just saying one of y'all and- <laughs> <laughs> no but, somebody anybody yeah. scream <laughs> <laughs> want to do that uh <laughs> that little tiktok it was like somebody anybody everybody scream ah. oh yeah that'll be cute for us <laughs> okay you know what that's from um house party no ryan what is it from ryan. come on now chicken salad what is it from? <laughs> chicken salad. get you some of this now every okay so our producer nadia <laughs> They were telling me, like, they kept talking about fucking chicken salads. I'm like, what are y'all talking about, bro? I'm like, damn, I need to get a chicken salad. Yes. And I'm being dead ass because I had not I had not heard that audio not once. You were late. I kid y'all not. After y'all said that, that night, all down my timeline. All down my, you know what? Serious affairs. All down my timeline. I'm like, oh, this shit is funny. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm drinking way too fast. <laughs> but speaking of fast oh but 
let's roll back into us as far as like loyalty and friends. Like I really appreciate you as a woman. I think that's like our friendship stems from me. Like you inspiring me and you're being, you really being a woman's woman. You walk into a room, you know, attention is on you and you're just nice to everyone. And I think that's something that's just in you. Yeah, but you're also like a great mom. You're a great entrepreneur. You're about your business. And you're also great to turn up with. You're like my church and my turn up. Yeah, you really are. (laughs) And same thing like with you. I'm I'm like, and I I forgot who I was talking to about this. Like, it's very important to have friends that, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't think we've ever had the relationship that like, I'm going to call you every time some shit going wrong. I'm like, I never want to be that friend. Every time I'm picking up the phone, I'm telling her about what went bad in my day. I really feel like you're my friend. Like, if granted, if I ever need to call you and vent to you, like, you're always there. You're very mm-hmm. supportive. We've had our months where, like, we go with not talking. Not because anything is going wrong. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We're moving through life. You know, life is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I never felt any ill will towards you. Like, and vice versa. I never felt that coming from you. And we'll meet back up. And it, it'd be like, it's nothing. Yeah. And I will always say, I'm like, you are one of the most supportive people in my life. Like, hands down. Like, I don't care what it is. If I have an event, I have a birthday party. Like, you know what I'm saying? The important milestones. Like, Ryan has not missed not a single one. Aww. And that's why I'm just like, I never felt that I needed friendships that were extremely, like, high touch. Like, I have low maintenance friend. My best friend is a very low maintenance friend. And you know what I'm saying? We, mm-hmm. we do what we do. We have been friendship friends friendships have been friends for a very long time mm-hmm. um i think one of the things cuz we were we were talking about like how we were able to have this long friendship um we had I a think, great youth yeah like, we, we really, did we, we had really, a fucking ball yeah we we really were out up. we were at shrine we were at hearts we were, yes. <laughs> we were at five bar white studio <laughs> paris studio paris a time when the club industry and scene was, was just, fun. you had to be there. You had, Sawtooth was, was my first bar, Ooh, was um, bottle serving job. Shout out Sawtooth. to them. Then those were the days. Definitely. We were young. You had like, to be there. We was young. And I Ath- feel like. Athletes, rappers, like they everybody. would really hang out, hang Ooh. out, you know. I guess because social media was, it was around, but it wasn't that like so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we had a good time we when we were young. But time. as we got older and, you know, got up in age. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Things, we, you know, we priorities young. change. We are yeah. young, honey. Yeah, things just happen to change. But I think it's all about communication as well. Mm-hmm. How we communicate. For sure. And how you, and I, you say that, like how you communicate. People communicate different. Um, people have different uh, personality types and different ways of communicating. Mm-hmm. And for you to have like a long um, friendship or, you know, effective friendship, because anybody can know somebody for you know what i'm saying 10 plus years mm-hmm. but to have it be an effective or a positive or you know a good friendship like you really just got to kind of understand each other mm-hmm. um and i also think you got to have like the same values oh excuse me to a certain extent like we don't have to you know what i'm saying do everything the the same but like certain like core values like you say the way we communicate trust like certain things that i yeah. wouldn't do you wouldn't do um, so on and so forth. Like it's very important. Plus, our families know each other because we fa- really, <laughs> our moms are very close as well. <laughs> they turn up too. So I mean, we've been through yeah, so girl. much together. Like yeah. we have that really. What would you say relationship was like the one thing that like solidified our friendship? Like, and I feel like we got some of the same ideas. Um, definitely us getting arrested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was arrested. You were. <laughs> In the ambulance. <laughs> yeah, it was a long time. 
so, long, um, night, long time ago. But those were good days. Tell y'all the story. Give y'all a little breakdown. So we we were out and about. We were in. <laughs> oh my what was it like? Where did we? I don't remember where we went that night. We actually know we stopped somewhere. We went to with a our club. friend uh, Dana. That's where it started with the event where her mom was. Yes, that is how it started. Because we get, we were like, we was lit. And then we went somewhere after there and like another club, another club, another club. Yeah, we were. And I remember we were with our little sister. <laughs> it <was with> yes. <laughs> I remember her seeing somebody that she didn't like. Mind you, this is young Ashley. Like when I was just a hot head, I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, and still like, again, having that mentality that like, I got to prove that like, I'm with the shits. Right. Knowing that, like, it's unnecessary, but that's yeah. just, like, how I was, you know what I'm saying, coming off. Like, I'm going to just, let me just prove I'm with the shits because y'all be thinking it's a joke because I speak proper, and it's really not. <laughs> so, um, I remember the girl walks out of, we're leaving out of uh, TBK, disgusting. I don't know how the hell we was eating that shit. TBK, TBK was so just, good, though, in when Chicago you're drunk, when you're drunk. When you're drunk, like, that's it. I've had that shit sober. And I'm like, what no. are we eating? I make better tacos at home. Ooh, yes. let me not bash. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> right. I'm just. <laughs> but anywho, we're leaving out of the amazing taco place called TPK. And they're leaving out of Mystery Guy Rose. And I just remember. I don't know if she even said nothing. My drunk mind told me she said something. and She and did. Naira, but I told her to ignore it. And Naira, she, like I said, she's our little sister. Yeah. She kind of popped off. And it turned into a. I just remember her walking out. And I was like. Who, her? Yeah. <laughs> like, in her face. And we just... It went downhill from there. We were pepper sprayed. Yeah. But that, I beat um, that girl's ass. That, <laughs> that they arrested me. And I threw my food in the officer's face because I felt he should have arrested all of us. And all <laughs> like I, I can remember is, like, she she maced me to the point where I had... So, the ambulance part, I had to get carried to the ambulance because I had to get... I literally could not see. I had to get my eyes flat. Like, they had to put the little goggles on. Yeah. Um, I had, like, a blood clot in my eye. Like, she literally aired her entire case. I don't think it was pepper spray. That shit was some dog repellent. I don't know. Because <laughs> I've been pepper sprayed, like, at a concert before, and, oh. like, it was just in the air. Okay. I don't know what she put in my eye, but I just remember, like... I was on her and I just remember it like in the corner of my eye and I'm like, you know, your adrenaline is pumping. You're just like, I'm fighting through it, fighting through. It. And then somebody pulled me off. I don't remember the yeah. minute I look up to blink my eyes to see. Oh, it was hell. Yeah, it was that was hell. a crazy night. Our parents, we we were in trouble for a long time. I think I still got that. If I find that picture, maybe we're going to post it on it. Not yet. If we. If we, if we if I find that picture, I remember that Ashley because I literally <laughs> you was in the hospital bed and your mama was looking at you like was I handcuffed to the bed? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> they were not playing with us at I all. Think the I, officers I were think so I was handcuffed to the bed. They dropped me um. off to you though. <laughs> I was like, this oh, is that's crazy. what I was saying. I just remember looking up, y'all. And all I see is like TBK on the like the food on the police officer's car. All yes. I see is the, the the squad car and like food dripping down it. And Ryan's like, "Let me go!" Yeah. So she threw a food at the officer. I guess I don't know, but I don't ever want to get in a police officer's That's car again. It's very uncomfortable. It's very there. uncomfortable. I'm good on all of that. I'm so good on that. That um, was years ago. I haven't done that since. That that really did yeah. solidify Supply. our friendship for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will also say, 
I mean, we we've had a million different instances, but that, that might have been like one of the earliest. We ones. were some rebels when we were younger. We were definitely um, some badasses for we were, sure. We used to be in the jag with the top, for like sure. going to the beach with our little bathing yeah. suits on, looking stealing so our parents' car when they're asleep. <laughs> Just bad. Just rebels. And I have a daughter, y'all. I'm scared. I want a son. I'm scared. <laughs> and you and watch you go. You gonna have all daughters. Please. So that's so I have. I, like I said, I'm the mom. She's a fine ass auntie. Um, and even like having a friendship like that where mm-hmm. I've experienced um having to let go or kind of step back from some friends because um them feeling like I'm just not as fun anymore because I'm a mom or you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. not even giving me the chance to like, how about you invite me out? You just always assume I'm gonna be home with the kids. Now knowing right. me and her dad have joint custody and joint uh parenting time and she's gone half the fucking week. Like right. I'm Mommy is lit. Right. <laughs> like, it's a good life over yeah, here. Yeah. And I definitely love yeah. that for you that you have a supportive partner too. That <sighs> love him. Mommy and mommy and mommy and yeah. <laughs> that's important. That's um, important. But we were we were talking about that too, like how we were able to keep up our friendship. Um and I feel like when you have friends who have different personalities, different, you know what I'm saying, values, things like that. Um I feel like it's a it's a little harder to maintain a long or a positive friendship mm-hmm. when it's like too many elements that are different. Because then y'all talk to each other different, y'all go out different, you take trips different. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I think that the thing that kind of holds us together is just like, you know, we we're very similar. We we're very similar. Yeah. Um, in those instances, definitely. And you know, um, us being females too, but I do have a male best friend. I think that's important too. Like, I think it's good for us to have that balance where ooh. we can, you know, I can go to him. His name is AJ, Love as AJ. you know, AJ. Hey, AJ. Um, but he'll he gives it to me like straight shooter. Whereas with you, I can like get my story out. Yeah, whereas literally with him. <laughs> I'll be like, and you know, he said he was a little bit, and he would be like, Ryan, you know, honestly, if he rocked with you, you wouldn't be on the phone with me right now. Like, he's Cut probably get another bitch. Because yeah. that's what I tell girls. Well, I'm just busy right now, but I'm really busy getting another bitch. And I'll be like, what? You know what? Okay. I'm just going to call it. And Ashley. we'll get there. We'll get but, there eventually. But you, like you said, you're going to get your story out. I'm going to let you like, all Yeah. Right. And well, also, maybe. he's never crossed over with me. We're mm-hmm. very, I mean, I look at his daughter like my daughter, a goddaughter, you know. Um, same with your children. You know, I think we all have that relationship. But as a male, being friends with a male, I think a lot of people think like, because him and I are both like nice looking, that we've had mm-hmm. relations. And no, we've been friends since we were 14 and mm-hmm. it's always been just a mutual respect, understanding. And I think when it crosses over is when people do start having sex, you know, cause me and him are here. Right. You don't like, have to worry here. about me on my, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we're here. So I think that's important to um, also have like a good guy friend that's around you as yeah. well. So why, what, why do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, and we both like, unfortunately I had to, um, I don't even know if I should say that. Cause I'm like, yeah, I ain't gonna go there. But I have a, a male um, best friend. But like, what is the like, why do people think that that's like something that is impossible to do? Like, why is it like, oh, if you have a male best friend and you're a woman, like, it's something there. They always make this um, statement that um, if he's given a chance, I bet you he's smashed. And it's like some niggas actually respect you as a person. They never even cross that line. And some of them are like, she look good, but I'm not attracted to her. Yeah. Like, that's my sister. 
that's definitely how we look at it. I, of course, I think he's, but he's not my type. You know what I'm saying? Plus, mm-hmm. I also know you very well, just like you know me very well. But he can also be very nice and, and sweet and stuff when I have gone through things with, you know, my guy problems and stuff like mm-hmm. that as well. And even then, in those moments where I'm vulnerable, because as you both know, it was really hard for me with a certain relationship because it was turned domestic. Mm-hmm. And even in those moments, he was there for me closer than my own blood brother Mm -hmm. you know so i think it's really about how you like you said how you're raised and stuff like that and you know i mean it doesn't always have to like revert to sex Mm -hmm. like just being like we really just have that we see each other like family though Mm because we've been around each other for so long but there are people out there who will be like Mm -hmm. oh that's my bro and then you introduce them and have them around each other that is that first of all that's not cool to me Mm -hmm. Don't bring me around somebody that you have feelings for, that you are sexually attracted to when you're dating. I think that's just wrong and it's tacky. Be single and do you and until do you're you. ready to be committed to one person. Exactly. And I um I also think, I don't know what's in this that's got me burping like I'm a fucking 18-year-old <laughs> football player. <laughs> okay. What the hell? Ryan, what are you I'm doing? About to. We're going to take a break what and let... What are you uh, doing? <laughs> we're going to take a break and let Ryan turn up a little bit. It um like it's not twelve. Oh, it's twelve already. Mm-hmm. So it's the it's lunchtime, baby. Guys, get her a shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of that, um, <clears throat> I think it has a lot to do. Um, oh, I won't say a lot to do. I think one of the components of that I think is the foundation of your relationship. Like For I know sure. you and AJ met. You know when you guys were younger in high school too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of these relationships that either. The guy, I feel like majority of the time it's the guy that's like going to try his luck. Right. But I think that he initially started that friendship on the idea that like, I like this girl, but I damn near probably don't have a chance for her. So I'm going to just try to be her friend and let's see. And I really feel like it's guys. I've talked to some guys where that was the case. And I'm like, you could have said from the jump that that's what you were trying to pursue. Yeah. I'll politely let you know that that shit not happening, bro. Like, I agree. But I really do. Like, I, yeah, like, I, I think that it is some situations. And even on the, on the uh, side of, a, um, of the girl, too. Mm-hmm. I think it, because talking about me and Sid, so I've known my boyfriend since I was, I think I met him like the year before I met you. And so me and him have been friends for forever. So sophomore? You met him when you were freshman? Yeah, I was a, uh, oh, no, I was a, I was I a sophomore. I thought sophomore year. Oh, so, okay. I transferred I to Macaulay you. sophomore year. So it was after that. Um, me and him worked together. Mm-hmm. Always like this dude, always had the biggest crush on him. But I'm just like, I ain't going to go there. So like I was kind of teetering on the, hey, I like you, but I don't know if you like me like that. And he kept it strictly platonic, like strictly for 10 years however long we stay friends until I made the initiative but okay. granted like I said I still had that idea in the back of my head but I never was like I'm not gonna try him like he cool like we have a good relationship I don't want to ruin that but a lot of men will be like she cool I don't want to ruin it but fuck it I'm gonna try it right let me see if she going right and I feel like if you start that relationship with that foundation that there could possibly be an opportunity then that's where shit like kind of because you knew what you was trying to do right Jacob Right. <laughs> I think it really just depends I don't know who Jacob is. The foundation, right? I was like, it depends on the foundation too, like you said. I mean, because how me and my male best friend AJ met was at school and mm-hmm. I was and we were both in trouble and we were going to get 
the hall passes or whatever. And we just was laughing about <laughs> it. And we just became real cool after that. But I mean, if you, I feel like if you're a friend and you know, like you're just trying to stick around and wait for it and stuff like that, or you don't respect their other, their, their new partner and stuff like that because of, you know, you guys might have had something in the past. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important That's what to you really say find that out when you like being yeah. single and having a male friend or vice mm-hmm. versa. It's easy when you get in a fucking relationship and you happy in that relationship. You really gonna see if that nigga your friend. Yeah, you really gonna see. You yeah. will. You will for sure see if that's your friend. You will. I mean, one time <laughs> this guy I dated in the past <clears throat> made me call AJ and be like. You know, get on that with him to see what would happen. And he was like, if you don't get the fuck off my phone, right? Like, are you fucking drunk? He was like, are you? He's like, no, you fucking roach. I said, a roach? <laughs> a roach? I'm a badass roach. roach. <laughs> He was like, because like, I was like, I was, he wanted me to like do that. And uh, I know toxic relationships, you do stupid stuff. He was like, you little roach. Like, what are you talking about? Like, get the fuck off my phone. <laughs> I think he knew too, but he was like, no, I don't That's like you. Happening. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. It was so funny. Like, I'm like, he's, yeah. He's Have you ever had a situation with a guy that you were like friends with and he tried you and you was like, damn, G, like, I really thought we was fucking friends. Like, here you go fucking shit up. Yeah. yeah. I have with one person. Yeah, same. I had that happen. Um, and I think it, it's my downfall as such a nice fucking person. G, like, I'm nice to everybody. Like, I meet niggas and they, and I think me as a Libra. Mm-hmm. You know we're amazing. We're very charming, yes. and people will really take that shit and be like, "Oh, she feeling me?" No, nigga, I'm just being nice. Damn. Yeah, no, I'm very direct. If I don't like you, I'm gonna. You let are. You know. So I don't know how to fuck them last guy cross. And right. I told them it it will never be you. Like yeah. even if it's not, like you know, guys, so guys will really try to hurt you. your feelings, mm-hmm. and you got to go in on their ass too. Like no, it will never be you. Like I don't know why you thought that. Because you I'm confided sorry, we in got our uh, co-producer know. in the back that's a male. I hope we're not, you know, <laughs> getting it in. Right. Like, yeah. We are not bashing men, we swear. <laughs> no, really, because the way they be bashing us. Child. Um, but anywho, speaking on friendships and bashing and having different personalities, like at what point? Okay, here's the thing. There are mm-hmm. some friendships that you have that you have a differences of a whole, like, you know what I'm saying? Shit just not working. Mm-hmm. What would you say, like, at what point do you realize you need to essentially break up with a friend like that? Because that is important, one. And it's a very tough situation to go through. Definitely. Um, what would you say, like, at one point, if you're having, say somebody's out there, they have, like, a friendship that's, you know what I'm saying? What would those characteristics be where you're just like, you might need to break up with that friend? Um, I definitely think even though we might have a good, a strong past and history together, but sometimes you do just grow apart in their mm-hmm. actions and their behaviors and the things that they say and do. And a lot of relation, a lot of friendships and relationships, when they're one sided and you started to see that, mm-hmm. it's kind of easier to step that. away from it. But I mean, I have cried over a friendship before mm-hmm. them, you know, and it hurt just like a breakup. I mean, and especially it really you know, is like when you guys have a long history together. I consider myself a good person and I try to be a good person and a good friend. But if I can't be real with you and honest with you, just like if you can't be honest and real with me, mm-hmm. you know, you could check me on some things. I'm going to check mm-hmm. you on some things. But it's all about our communication. But if I tell you something and you're just like, fuck you, zero to 100. Mm-hmm. How that's many times do you work. want me to be your punching bag? Yeah, you know? that's not going to work. It's not going to work. So, And I like how you said, too, like, we can check each other. However, I, I do think that mm-hmm. it has a lot to do, like, 
there's a time and a place for everything. Definitely. You, if you are that friend, that's always like some shit happens or you mm-hmm. feel like you got to check me in front of people or, you know what I'm saying? Have, um, these conversations. There's no way that we can continue to have a positive friendship. If you're going to continue to try to embarrass me in front of people, I feel like certain, everything is, is everything has a time and a place. And I remember um, the friend that, I mean, you know what I went through and the friend that I unfortunately had to break up with. Um, I remember it was times like that where she would say some shit in front of people. And I would, my literal, literal response would be like, you don't have to do that right now. Oh, man. Like, you don't have to do that right now. I hate like, that. that's, that's my business and that's nobody's business to know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you have those conversations, um, like you said, if, if, I can't talk to you. You're unable to take criticism because there's no way mm-hmm. we can know each other for 10, 15 plus years. And I not have one single thing that I don't like, or, you know what I'm saying? One thing that you do that, that bothers me. You got to remember, like we've been friends since we were teenagers. We're adults. Like we've grown with each other. We've mm-hmm. changed personalities. Like you weren't the same ring. And I met when I was 15. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Whether it was a conversation of, hey, these characteristics I'm not really, you know what I'm saying, fucking with. Or it's like, well, hey, I'm going to embrace her for who she is and accept that moving forward. But but it is a time and a place for everything. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like those toxic relationships miss that element. Like, they don't have that. Like, you can't really talk to them. They aren't listening. Um, and like you said, people people drift apart. They grow apart. Like you no longer have the same interests and stuff. Like I can't in this older age of mine, like I can't, I'm not going out in clubs like that. Like I used to like, um, in a relationship. So that dynamic in my friendship has changed. Like if you're not okay with me going out and try to, you know what I'm saying? Be your wingman every time we out somewhere knowing good and goddamn well, I'm in a fake relationship. That's yeah. not going to happen. And yeah. so like certain shit just happens and you guys realize that you're just going to drift apart and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think we talk about that enough. Like I have no, the person that <clears throat> I had to break up with, um, I have no ill will. Like I don't dislike you. If somebody ever asked me, I'm like, you know, I hope she's doing fine. Like, you know, I wish her nothing but the best. Like I don't have anything negative to say about you. I just know that our friendship is no longer working for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Obviously I was the one that had to break up uh, with this friendship. So I had to really realize that it was certain things that, that just didn't align with where I wanted to be. And they say it all the time, like show me who your friends are and I'll show you, you know what I'm saying? What your future looks like. And I started to realize that as I got into more business ventures, Yes. you know, wanting to be in this relationship being in a, a positive relationship because before you know I've had my relationships where I got abused or cheated on or you know what I'm saying so it was easy mm-hmm. to be my friend then because now we're sharing this this bond of trauma a trauma bond yeah That's like okay I'm going through it too girl fuck it let's go out let's go on this trip let's let these niggas take us out but now like I'm not really calling you with the negativity anymore because it ain't really much negative in my life that I want to talk about. Right. But we, but that's, that's a good okay. thing. That's, that's a, a great thing. thing. Some actually. people can't take that though. I actually don't want to be on the phone 24 set. I mean, we are going to have our moments, but I want to see you happy. I want to yeah. see you in love. I want to see you be treated right because I've seen what you've gone through. And I feel like, unfortunately for some people and in yeah. their friendships, some of it is, I don't think it's like a bad jealousy, but it's kind of like, a, ooh, I wish I had that. I wish, yeah. you know. And and here's the yeah. thing. I feel like it's okay. That's mm-hmm. okay to look at your friends or the people that you're around and like, 
I wish I had that. But like, don't come from a place of jealousy. Come from right. a place come of up. like that inspires me. Period. Like I want that Period. for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I don't think that 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 we have that enough. Not yeah. us. We have that, but just you know, other friendships that I see, and a lot of people remain in these toxic friendships just off the basis of we've known each other for so long. And I know mm-hmm. so many people who have those friendships that's like, well, I've known this girl, this guy for so long. Um, you know what I'm saying? No new friends and all this other shit. But I'm like, you right. might need some new friends. You might need to break up with that friend and open another door. Yeah, I you definitely might need to agree do with you on that. People are kind of against like the, oh, no new friends or they don't want to have friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that is stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, not saying that you have to be besties with each person exactly. you come with, but it is important to not always be the smartest person in the room, the best looking you in the can. room. The, you're not going to get nowhere you know, you're with not that. Gonna, yeah. You can't. I love that you say that. Cause yeah. It's like you, you have to be able to bounce off each other and learn. I yeah. feel like even as you're getting older, you're always learning. You're never too, yep. you know. And like you said, you don't, y'all don't have to be bestest friends in the whole wide yeah. world, but like colleagues, acquaintances. Ac- yeah. Acquaintances colleagues, and colleagues. Acquaintances. Like it should be important for you to have access to people who are living the lifestyle that you want to live. Yes. And have access to just kind of have conversations with them. Go have dinner. Like we have um, our couple friends, mm-hmm. me and Sid, that we'll go out with or, you know, have and, dinner. And then we have um, our single friends who, again, will go out well, with and do stuff individually or together. Um, but we have those couple friends who are very successful. You know what I'm saying? Like they go out, they travel, they have nice houses. It's like, oh, we like, damn, let's go. Let's go have dinner with them. Like yeah. they need some motivation. For real. And that's cool. I love like, to see it. You should have that. I do. So, so yeah, if you are listening to this and you are experiencing trauma and toxicity, that is a word. Yes. It's a fucking word. And toxicity in your friendships or your relationships, family, whomever, you might need to really reevaluate. Like you, I feel like there's mm-hmm. a rule of thumb. Like you need to have a friend, whether it's the same friend or different friends, like people that you could talk about, like the past, present and future. Yeah. Like we're, we're going to reminisce on some shit. But let's talk about like what's going on today. But then let's also talk about like, hey, like what are we looking forward to for the future? Right. Whether it's business ventures, whether it's um, salary increases, change in careers, like you got to have all those types of conversations Definitely. to have a like a a good ongoing like bond with people. Mm-hmm. Everything will then turn full circle as Hello. well because you have to put out what you want in return. And I think well, a lot of people as well in our generation, I feel like with our generation too, we try to keep up with things that we see due to social media Mm -hmm. instead of just like living in the moment, handling your business and focusing on you. Mm -hmm. And then everything will come as it's supposed to, because you're focused on that instead of trying to like, you're focused on it. Yeah. keep up with other things. So I think that's important too. For sure. Yeah. But I'm a, I am a strong believer in you can't have anything that you don't want to see anyone else have. So when Mm. you like, I think with our friendship, we just, into each other and, and i'm really grateful that you you know were the one to like bring me on and like be the person to cheer be my cheerleader like yeah. you can do this you know i think that's important you as well that. everybody yeah. needs that and then vice you know. versa like there's mm-hmm. always like if i ever tell you anything that's going on um any accomplishments and stuff like that yeah it's there's never been a point where i'm just like i feel like ryan's not really happy for me like even if you're at your lowest of low and you're a good friend when it comes to that because, like, you really do, like, keep it to yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, I would have never known that that's what she was going through. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm like, bitch, I'm your friend. Talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But 
Um, yeah, no, I'm happy that we're able to have this dynamic. And that's why I think us going into to business together, mm-hmm. I'm like, I typically don't like doing business with friends. And you notice we've had these conversations. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I like to keep that shit separate because I know me as a business person, I know I could be an asshole. Like, I know mm-hmm. I can be very adamant about what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know me, I'm easy to be like, this shit ain't working. I'm just cut it off. And like, you know what I'm saying? Not have conversations. That's my toxic trait. Not having <laughs> conversations. I need to do better with that. So I'm like, I'm happy that we're able to open this business venture together. Me too. Um, and be able to do it. Cause I'm like, when it comes to going into business with your friends, if you're going to do it, like you definitely have to have good communication for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just keep, keep everything in writing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Have these, I think what we do good, we have our business meetings, like we do this, but we're also like, after we leave here, we're going out. Like we're going to go have brunch together. We're going to sit down. We're going to mm-hmm. celebrate. We're going to talk about shit that ain't got nothing to do with the business yeah. because we're still friends at the end of the day. Right. And I think that that's something that's very important. If you're ever, looking to go into business with friends, like for sure, make sure that you still have a friendship. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, I did the whole YouTube thing with the other girls and I can talk about that. Like sometimes things just don't it didn't, work. It out. didn't work, but I also think that we didn't do enough outside of that. Oh yeah. As friends, we didn't do it. Balance. There was no balance. It was just always balance. constant, constant, constant. And it got to a point where we all got irritated. Like, bitch, this is too much. Yeah. So, yeah, and we also have like an awesome production team, a great producer, Miss Nadia. (laughs) Yes, so it helps to have so that helps to have someone a good team. Yeah, Um, so yeah, to get balance. But I'm so excited for our future endeavors. This is gonna be fun, y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode. Yes. Um, hope we didn't talk you guys to death too much. Um, we're going to, you know, just move forward. Like we said, the perfect balance of, you know, just personal and business with a little bit of hood. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we, we'll see you guys next time. We did yes, it. On we the 312 podcast. So thank you guys for joining us for our very first episode of the 312 podcast. We appreciate it. We appreciate you guys. Um, if you have not followed us already, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the 312 the podcast. Yes. 312 the podcast and YouTube at 312 the podcast. Yes. And yeah. Follow us along. Like, comment, and share. Like, comment, and share. You can download us, listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>